show, it's Ace. Yo, this is D. And we're at the kickback. Episode 7. Yeah, episode 7. A um, couple things done happened the past couple weeks that we wanted to go over. Um, mainly music. Yeah, a lot, a lot of music. Uh, yeah, mainly, mainly music. I've been out of town, so I haven't really been doing any f- photography or doing any shows like that, so... Um, but back in DC now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I was excited about the um, the Sheck West Valley tour, but then I guess they canceled all their stuff. Really? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, they canceled. Yeah, they well, they canceled all the dates, but they're they're rebranding it as the Daytona tour because uh, they're going on tour. Pusha T's gonna like headline it. So man, I haven't seen any. I've seen like there's like a few dates out there, but. N- like there's no New York date, there's no DC date, so I mean I'm pretty sure there's gonna be more stuff added, mm-hmm. but yeah, just waiting for that. That was supposed to be next week, but yeah, still gonna wait. Um, wait, Daytona still mm-hmm. my favorite album of the year so far. So far, favorite rap album so far. Okay, I'll, I'll give that to you. Really quick, since we're talking about tours, aren't both Valley and Sheck West on the Trelectro lineup? I saw Sheck West. I don't think I saw Valley, Valet. May I could look that up real quick. Yeah. But the Trilectro lineup looks pretty. Uh, yeah, that lineup is pretty, pretty serious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty. For what Trilectro is, a one-day festival, mm. it's pretty um, good. Scissors headlining. Uh, then you got Two Chains, R.L. Grime. The, the things that got me, the people that got me were uh, Young Thug and Cardi. Yeah, yeah. And then you got... No, Valley's not on there. Okay. Maxo Cream, Sheck West. The internet. Internet, yeah. Um, we got Rico Nasty on there, too. So, yeah, they got they got some a pretty decent lineup. And then uh, they also have Carnage on there, I guess, was like somebody who was just recently added. Um. I've heard of the name before, but yeah. a um, he's a DJ. This, Him and uh, Young Thug did a tape. Oh, that's right. There we go. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they'll do some tracks from their collaborative project, but yeah. Oh, I think the last time before or before the last episode, we actually because uh, you had went to a show in New York, right? Yeah, I went to uh, GovBall. Yep. Yep. You want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, um, let's see, GovBall. Yeah, so I only went on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That was the day Travis Scott headlined. His show was nuts. Um, As to be expected. Ended up get, yeah, I ended up getting all the way to the front for it, and he had Sheck West come out. He did uh, Live Sheck West, Die Sheck West, and Mo Bamba. Which actually, me and a couple friends were just talking about it. He dropped like he only has four songs, but they're all classic songs. Mm. A class, yeah, classic song. They're, they're like, all bangers they're all for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, saw Pusha T, which was he was pretty good. I didn't. I mean, I wasn't expecting the show to get his show to get that crazy. Like we started moshing to a couple of his like good music. Hits that they had like Mercy and Don't Like the remix he did his verse off of that did grinding 
Um, also saw Halsey and Kalela. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was pretty. I mean, pretty solid for that one day. Um, yeah. He did that. Oh, Travis Scott did uh, that song "Stargazing" again. I don't know if you heard it, mm-hmm. but he he pre- premiered it at Rolling Loud, and it's a song off Astro World. So, which hopefully we get soon. Yeah, I mean, my theory, since uh, I was just telling you, uh, mm-hmm. actually what sprung that idea was that song on the Beyonce and Jay-Z album that just came out, 713, mm-hmm. because 713 is an area code in Houston, and mm-hmm. the 13th of July is a Friday, so I could see that Astral World dropping that day. Yeah. But it's all speculation, so, because um, we never get a Travis Scott album on time. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first couple of albums, I don't know when they were originally supposed to release, but they always release around about my birthday. So I felt like maybe that was the time that he was shooting for. Um, but yeah, hopefully we do get it on the 13th because that would that would make like June and July this year has been like the craziest 60 days in music I've ever seen in a while. Because not only will we get ideally like a Travis project in July, the internet's supposed to do an album in July as well. There's a couple of other projects that are supposed to come out rolling papers too yeah yeah and speaking of i know you saw yeah, on twitter I know you're about yeah so currency and Wiz we're talking again maybe uh an official how fly too or i don't know what they're cooking up but it was so spinning like last year he put out it was like a picture and it was saying all the albums like he planned to do because he's supposed to be doing one with like Freddie Gibbs. Dude, that would um, be insane. That would be sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to find the picture again, but mm. and one of them was two thousand. It's called two thousand nine. Because mm-hmm. uh, that that's the year how Fly came out. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's like and yep. Then they did that live and concert one, which that was pretty good too. Yeah, that was solid. But yeah, the a lot of. Uh, breezy samples on there but mm-hmm. it was yeah so 2009 i think that's supposed to be like the the real successor to how fly so mm. hopefully we get that yeah it's crazy because it's like i mean that's still that's probably still impact wise like i would say that i remember the most like a mixtape mm-hmm. like that's like probably like top five for me yeah because that that so, was like right before like the cushion oj era of Wiz and you know currency of course he's he's just always been consistent currency is definitely in my top he's he's definitely in my top 10 or consideration of my top 10 of rappers period because he's just so consistent um even though every now and then he'll put out a project I'm not crazy about but out of the library that he has it's very few I think there's maybe two projects that I don't like out of like maybe the 20 albums or projects he has yeah, but it's like few, far between. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have some misses, but yeah, currency. I think he's one of like the hardest working rappers, other than, um, you know, the just the amount of work that he's put out, mm-hmm. free work too, you know. Yeah. So, and I think he kind of changed the space for a lot of the internet, like the blog and SoundCloud era rappers, where he was being able to be pretty much sufficient off of just touring and i think that's why he also put out so much music too and it it kind of changed how that worked because usually before that like a lot of people were still running to labels and getting wrapped up in those 360 deals but currency 
knowing what he knew, he was able to kind of keep himself from out of that situation. So I think that was uh, something he doesn't get enough credit for. Yeah, I, I think uh, if you were to ever put like some of his older mixtapes on online, if you were ever able to do it, he would get... I think the the streaming thing is like works really well for artists like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Same thing with like Little yeah. B. Whenever he put out um, all of his Flame mixtapes and all of basically his whole discography was on iTunes and Spotify, uh, and then it was like a really big thing because they were all spread out around the internet for the most part. But yeah, shouts out to Currency. Shouts out to the Bass God. Um, before we Always. yeah before we move on to our main topic uh just really quick just because we were talking about tours um i did get a chance to go to the championship tour uh, a couple weeks ago um the show was pretty dope the whole lineup was pretty much there with the ex- with the exception of SZA because she wasn't um her voice wasn't in the best shape at the time which now is she got the green light and then uh isaiah rashad which we kind of knew wasn't going to be there but um, yeah, they pretty much played all of the all of the bangers that you think they would play, and they did focus a lot on J Rock, which was dope because he had an album that came out the following week or the week after. So um, definitely recommend if that tour is coming toward you. I think they're coming towards the end of it anyway. But if that tour is coming towards you, I highly recommend stopping through and try to cop a ticket, try to just pull up the pull up to that show. Yeah, I kind of. I would. I don't know, cause I know. I mean, that just this past J Rock album, it's like the first time I really, really, actually like listened to him, mm-hmm. other than like the features. Mm-hmm. So I definitely had to go back and listen, but I would have liked to see the TD mm-hmm. Championship tour as well. It's still going on, you said. I think they're coming towards the end of the tour, cause I know DC was towards the, cause I got one of the tour. Tees the with the all of the TDE members on the back of the shirt has the tour dates and DC was like towards the bottom half, so I think they might be coming to the end. But definitely recommend checking up on that because they they have a lot of dates on their tour. So they're still coming. They're still coming back to the area. That's kind of yeah. They I don't know the dates. The way that they went didn't really make a whole bunch of sense. But I just imagine that they may have been flying to and from different locations. But um, hmm. okay. yeah, but that's actually a pretty good segue. Looking at the uh, J Rock album, which I was actually looking forward to, um, it was, and I'm actually pulling it up now. So the album was called Redemption, thirteen tracks. Um, honestly, I think J Rock is pretty slept on. I don't think he has it. Well, it's there's nothing particularly wrong with the way he, like he raps or anything. He's he's super solid. But you look at who he's next to on the, his roster and it's you just got nothing but heat so um i think just kind of by association j-rock kind of falls to the wayside a little bit but if you've never listened to a j-rock album this is the one to listen to i i haven't listened to any other j-rocks but yeah mm-hmm. this is definitely an album we should listen to mm-hmm. um i didn't have many skips on it so mm-hmm. that was a good thing my favorite track is probably for what it's worth 
Um, the song tap song tap out was pretty with Jeremiah was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. The wow freestyle, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Redemption was scissor. I think she killed her part in that. Yeah. Troopers, King's Dead. Like I kind of played too much already. So yeah, and this is the original version too. So it's not the one with Kendrick because they they did it backwards. They actually put out the remix first because that was on the Black Panther album. This is the one with just Future. Yeah, it makes sense, but I just kind of feel. I think he. Uh, I think it, well. I, he definitely reaped the benefits of the single J Rock did, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't feel like his song. Cause, yeah, the, just I can see that. With, yeah, you, you know, with the Black Panther thing, Kendrick was on all those songs. Kendrick had the best part of the production on that song. They cut that. They cut that off. Mm-hmm. But then you still had. I think Future got more. Uh, like buzz off of his verse yeah. which I mean I guess people there was a lot of people that were complaining about it but now it's like a I've meme it, I, yeah yeah but now I see a lot of people like oh I think Future like killed that and I was like yeah he killed, I, I thought he I thought he killed it I thought he added like flair to it even with the body I mean you gotta do stuff like that yeah. that's, that's the meme uh, age that we're living in so. and I think it's kind of a good contrast to J-Rock's personality on tracks because i think one of the things that maybe works against him is he comes off too serious and i think now that if you're going to be in that serious realm you need to be the best or usually like people who are in between are they usually have like a kind of a personality to them whereas like not saying that j-rock doesn't have a personality at all but he's just kind of like the street dude right and school with q also does that and i feel like people like q more because he's He's the street guy, but he's also kind of silly and he's a funny guy too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that with this particular song, I think it works really well because Future is just kind of adding that little bit of like, I don't know. It's fun. To be. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. So, but uh-huh. yeah, my favorites were all the same ones that you pointed out. The J. Cole feature was really good. Um, wow Freestyle, Redemption is probably my favorite song on here. Um, when is cool I think it'll get some spots in like uh, like commercials and stuff just because of the oh definitely and I think that's what they were going for with that track um, and it and it's not even that out of place on this album um, I think it's the video is kind of have you seen the video yeah I've seen the video too I'm actually curious about yeah. what you think about that um I actually just watched it for the first time like last week mm-hmm. For one, I thought they let him get a lot more money in the TD budget. It was kind Facts. of over the top. Um, I mean, it looks good. Uh, Kendrick, I, I guess, uh, what's his name? Top Dog Kendrick. Or mm-hmm. I mean, he's. I think Kendrick's been getting around on everybody's project except for Schoolboy Q. So. He, they can get more buzz. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Because he was a lot. Yeah, he was. He popped. I mean, Kendrick was a popped up a lot in that one video. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was a it was a decent video. I, I really don't like watching music videos that much anymore because they're not too creative. But the ones that are, mm-hmm. actually, I mean, that's I do have another sub another subject that we could talk about about music videos because mm-hmm. I've been seeing music videos. Are kind of saving 
are actually doing the other way around where they're like saving songs that are I've seen a couple of cases of that yeah especially recently I feel like people are stepping up with the music videos now so like uh, I'll just give examples I thought the I'm Upset video the song itself is like forgettable yeah it's really sleepy honestly but the but the Degrassi thing just everybody rally behind that Mm -hmm. and then you have the other song is uh, the Childish Gambino, This America, because, I mean, I listened to, I heard it on the radio. I was actually listening to the radio. Really? Uh, yeah, and I uh, heard it on the radio, and I was just like, yeah, this song isn't, it, it, he's, I mean, he's really not saying too much or too anything, and, but if you saw the video, that's why I think he had to drop the video at the same time as the song, so, because mm-hmm. of the impact of it, but... Yeah, those are just two songs, two big songs that the video saved mm. the value of it. Yeah. Also, kind of looking at the list, because since we've been gone for a week or two, we have still have a few albums to touch base on, too. Um, I'm kind of curious. So, honestly, because we were also talking about the Kids See Ghost album a little bit, um, what were your thoughts about that I thought um, I thought Cuddy and Ye I guess their energy or what something like they were like both prime versions of themselves on the album Mm -hmm. I think Uh, they brought the best side of each other Um, it seems like the quality of verses that Kanye had on Kissy Ghost is like black. It's like leaps and bounds. I don't know. It, it, the quality of like lyrics on Kissy Ghost is way better than the than, than the Ye shit. Mm. So, um, but I thought Cuddy did most of the heavy lifting. Uh, most of the memorable stuff on the album is Cuddy. So I was happy with it. I mean, I wish mm. we could have got it like back in. I don't know, like five years ago or something like that. Oh, yeah. I I think if it would have happened five years ago, this would be considered uh, lights out, like a classic for sure. But it's nice that it finally happened. I'm extremely pleased with the... I think my my favorite songs are Reborn, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, Feel the Love, um, a Cuddy montage. Mm. I didn't appreciate them messing up the track listing yeah so you listed it on spotify too right yeah yeah so that happened to me and i was kind of people were talking about some stuff stuff and the song and i was like this sounds like this song actually and then i realized that the track list was wrong yeah i mean what's up like i, I don't mean, know and how they're coming that. out with these they're coming out with these albums like i don't know how how many hours late Everything, I mean, Daytona came out on time, but everything else was like... That was the only album to come out on time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what happened uh, with these last two projects, The Kids See Ghost and Nasir, which we'll get to in a little bit, but... Ye came out late, too. Oh, yeah, it did come out in the middle of the day. I remember I was looking for it all day at work, and then it dropped, and I had just stopped everything, and I had, like, left my desk so I could, like, download the album really quick. Um, but, yeah, honestly... I think this is probably the this this might be ambitious, so stop me. But 
I think this is probably the best work that both of them have put out in a very long time. Um, this okay. this is to me for for the for this time the timing of this album was really good, and I think that it adds a lot more hype to me. In my book, I would almost consider this album like a top ten, top twenty album, period. Uh, and like albums I would put in my top ten are like like Mad Villain, Cocaine Pinata, or Pinata, the Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs project. Um, as far as like collaborative albums go, I think top to bottom, it's really good. And whenever you can come back to that album and it still gives you a similar feeling to the first time you listen to it, I think that's a mark of a really good album. Um, I understand the fact that it is a shorter album, but I feel like the album reads better that way. If it would have been 10 or 11 songs, I think that it would have drastically changed the scope of the album to me. But yeah, this is probably my favorite album of this year. Kissy Ghost? Yeah. I can give you that. That's, yeah. I mean, it's definitely top dude, three. Drop gave it a 10. Yeah, and that's that was another thing, because I, when I saw that, and he doesn't give 10s to shit, so when I saw that, I was like, okay, so I'm not the only one that thinks this. I thought he was actually going to cut the album because he hates Cuddy on the low, but uh, apparently not. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I mean, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, that was pretty, that was pretty good too. I think there was too many songs on there. But yeah. For, yeah, you know, it was, it was pretty good, but, uh, definitely Kissy goes definitely in my top five right now for the out for the albums that I've listened to this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, easily. I'm very happy with what happened with just the, uh, and Cuddy sounds like amazing on this album. I'm, I mean, Kanye does too. Like the vocals. Like, I almost crazy. feel like this album was made years ago. Like I don't think they made this recently. I think they might have re-recorded it, but I feel like some of these concepts wouldn't have came out of them now. I don't really care how or how old this is or whatever. But I, I have a theory that I think this album is actually older than what we think it is. But um, which actually brings me because you were talking about the A album. So I've been seeing this theory. I'm not sure how true this is, but the reason why Ye became such the train, like a train wreck of whatever that album turned out to be, apparently there was a completely different seven track album. Cause I, I remember seeing a different track listing for this and somebody had got their hands on the album early. And I guess Kanye was scrambling to try to make another album when he only had like a week's time to make it and then it turned into be yay because i think he was going to call it something different and then it was uh after that tmz interview mm-hmm. he like scrapped the whole thing and then redid it yeah after he saw the back that's what happened so yeah he recorded re-recorded it very fast mm-hmm. and i think that leads me to believe the theory for the fact that a lot of the content of the album seems to be of like stuff that was happening within the last three months to a year so it's like stuff that he was he was just rapping about stuff that was happening in recent memory and i that felt like that's probably why the the lyrics of the album kind of felt so closed mind like not closed-minded what's the word i'm looking for it just it just seemed like the album itself was limited in the scope of like the content so that's that's my theory because all the other albums that he put out have been pretty much home runs almost. Uh, Daytona was amazing. Kids He Ghost was amazing. 
Well, it's the, I mean, it, for me, the, about the EA album is more like the the content of it. I mean, people are saying, oh, this guy, he's uh, shedding light on like mental illness. But I mean, just, I mean, he could have executed it, the, the lyrics way, I mean, better. To I me. feel like if that was so, his goal, he would have done that way better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the production on all of these are crazy. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I mean, if you're ready to go on the Nazir the Nazir yeah we can go ahead and transition project. to that too um, it was I mean it, I had high hopes for it I don't I don't know why because I mean we still got like the same same Nas pretty much mm-hmm. um, he wasn't really getting I guess too personal it wasn't like a 444 thing but oh okay that's what you're expecting out of this particular project I mean yeah I don't I don't know. I guess, I mean, Nas has been doing, like, has been having, like, the same flow, same... I mean, he's still great, like, lyrically, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. It's not... The And the that one song, uh, with the dream, and Kanye on it. Uh, everything? Yeah, that's that's a crazy song. I kind of wish they didn't even give it to him. I, <laughs> I feel like they should have gave it to somebody else. But, Honestly, um, we gotta give the Dream credit for saving so many songs on good music. I think that the Dream has like the most assist on the good music roster, and he just does not get credit. Like that dude is, that dude is amazing. Yeah, but for me, I mean, for these albums so far, I'm gonna rank it: Daytona Kids, Sea Ghost, The Nazir, and Yay. And people are saying. People are having really high hopes for this Tiana Taylor album. Because this would be her first official project, right? I think so. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, go ahead. I think um, the production is going to be way more grand on hers. So I'm I'm excited because she's an actual singer. Yeah. And if you look at it for the scope of this year, right? Hold on. Did Cardi B's album came out this year, right? Or did it come out last year? It came out this year. Okay. Well, I was going to say, for the most part, other than Cardi B, because SZA's album came came out last year, and that was like the smash female artist album of that year, in my opinion. I feel like... Wait, who? Who? Say SZA? Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like this year the lane is pretty much open for Tiana Taylor to make like a huge impact this year. Um, Cardi came out really early this year. So I I almost thought it was the end of 2017, but um, I have, I'm going to be looking forward to this. And there was supposed to be another album that came after Tiana Taylor's. I can't remember. Talking about like good music. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, at Joel Drake Drake's is coming out. Well, for for the good music roster, I think Common was supposed to come out with an album. I'm not sure if that's still going, still on the schedule or not. But Tiana Taylor and Common were supposed to have albums coming out. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. No, I didn't see that about Common. Mm. Which I I thought would have been left, but at the same time, we got a Nas album. But um. Just really quick, I think I think the Nas album is solid if you're a Nas fan. If you're not, it's not going to do anything new for you. Because like you said, Nas didn't really particularly do anything new or step out of the box or even go somewhere he hasn't been content or story or flow-wise. It's just like insert Nas, insert Kanye B, put features on it, 
seven songs. Like that's basically what it is. It's still a good project and it's still, I can say it still sits on the shelf with some of the other stuff that good music has released recently. Um, but yeah, there, there could have been a lot more on this album. I mean, I guess it was nice if we got a Nas album. So uh, hopefully he, uh, I mean, I, with all these old, with all the older guys, like, I don't think uh, I need another album from them. Like, they'd be all right. Are you talking about specifically Maybe, like Nas I mean, and Jay-Z and like guys like that? Kanye. Uh, yeah, Kanye. Um, unless you're going to, unless... I would I would want like a like a quality verse here and there, but mm-hmm. if the album's not gonna be, I guess it's just hard. Really, like we've seen like great art from them already, and then you always want to say, oh, they're gonna we want something like volume one. I mean, volume two or reasonable doubt or late or graduation or illmatic, but we're never gonna get that kind of stuff again. So, right? Yeah. It's just hard to, you know, get that out, get out, get that out your mind. But I feel like some some older artists still can create music that's different from what they orig- originally did, and it not necessarily be on the same tier, but it's still uh, a solid project. And I'll give you an example with uh, the Jay Z and Beyonce album, "Everything Is Love." I felt like that was pretty, pretty good. It was pretty solid. Um, did it particularly wow me? No, but I feel like I feel like that's still like mm, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Feel free to jump in if you want, but I feel like it's a really solid album from Jay Z for being so far from like what his original content was, right? Like I've been saying, I've been telling people, or I've been saying that these last two albums that he's done or like these past two years like his quality and verses or the content in him like he's been revitalized mm. so you're talking about with this album and then 444 right yeah yeah, yeah. like the, yeah I mean he really surprised like cause I was saying oh I didn't want, want the album but he surprised me with this one again mm. other than 444 cause I wasn't really expecting much out of 444 mm-hmm. I'm just scared I'm just scared for like Jay Z cause he's my favorite like yeah. he's just gonna drop a dud like uh, I mean Magna Carta and Blueprint were not or like at the bottom tier of his um, albums for me so I was thinking we're gonna get something like that again but I don't know man like the cheating on Beyonce and kids and all that stuff I mean he fought they figured out a way. Yeah, and I think that get some quality, but yeah. Oh, not to cut you off, but I think that 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 was kind of what I was trying to get at with the uh, older artist thing is that I think that it's there's a difference between having skill and then being able to adapt into a new space. And I think J- the difference between Jay Z and Nas that we've seen over time is that uh, Jay Z is really good at adapting to a new space because he's like reinvented himself so many different different times. And even when we think that he's done when he drops Magna Carta or when he drops Blue Pen 3 then he releases 444 and everything is love and then now we're kind of like oh shit we forgot Jay-Z is like the best and even his bad albums are still some artists best album quality wise or tier wise of course so yeah. like he's still 
we're expecting like him to bat like a point eight or an above all the time. And even if he's batting a point six, he's still above most of the other artists that are in the same space as him. So yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, see, uh, real quick. I mean, the other day it was uh, like the five year anniversary of Jesus. Jesus been five years already. Mac Miller, yeah. Um, what do you? What's still like your favorite album from those three? I actually bought all three that day too. Mm, so honestly, I was kind of in the minority whenever Jesus came out, and I actually really liked Jesus. Um, Born Center was solid, but uh, and then the Mac Miller album was cool. Um, but it was something about Yeezus is because I felt like Kanye was stepping off of that rap pop realm that he exists in. And then he tried something like completely different. And some of the beats were like so grungy and dirty. That it was like ugly, but then it sometimes it like worked in like a death grips type of way. So I think that's why I was more drawn to that album because it tried something different. Is it a better album? I wouldn't particularly say, but that's probably my favorite of the three. Yeah, I think Yeezy's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I can't. I still remember the first time I popped in a CD and I heard on site. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But, I mean, it was... The sounds were crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of reinventing... I mean, he was... I mean, I think that album's just... I won't say reinventing, but... I would, I would almost it just agree with so you. Future. Yeah, I would almost it agree was with like, you. There. Yeah, it was like a future sound, like nobody's mainstream has tried before. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Ease is still my favorite. I don't think Born Center. It was cool at the time, but the re the pre playability of it is kind of low. Mm-hmm. And then with the Mac it's Miller fun. album, kind of the same. Well, not kind of the same thing but I feel like those are really good hip hop albums but I feel like Yeezus was even though it's technically in the same category I feel like there's a lot more going on around that album and in that album that almost makes it something else right so Um, let's see what else what else came out I think we ran through all the albums that we wanted to talk about Um, those are all the, the top things um, we just pretty much are waiting in to see what we see for the end of this month in July. Like, um, I know we talked about the Travis project we want to see. We know the internet's getting ready to come out. Uh, yeah, we got Rolling Papers, nah. Drake. Larry June's um, supposed to be dropping an album sometime soon, which I could have swore I saw a date of the 16th, or not the 16th, whatever last Friday was. But, uh, no, nah, it was, I think it's the, uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick, but I think it's he isn't either this Friday or next Friday. That would be crazy if it was this Friday because I saw it might be an old post. You know how Instagram is, but he was saying that he was doing one more session for it. But then I don't know. I was also seeing stuff that was alluding to we would either get it this Friday or next Friday too. So, um, yeah, we just got ton ton more music coming out. Oh. And then Schoolboy, I don't know if it will make the June cutoff or July cutoff, but Schoolboy's album is supposed to be coming out soon too. So, which is interesting 
because we haven't even heard a single or anything from it. Maybe he might just drop it one day. Who knows? It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem that's not something usually TD does or him for that. He usually has a single out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be. Well, we'll see. I'm thinking probably think, September realistically, but since we're talking about just projects in general that we're looking forward to. Um, I think one of the last things we wanted to speak on was the the ex oh. death. So, of course, I'm pretty sure everybody has known who's been looking at the internet within the last couple of days. Uh, XXX Tentacion uh, was shot in Miami. A few days ago um and we've had a lot of interesting opinions on it because of course he hasn't had the cleanest pass he's he's done his dirt up a lot but it seemed like at the time when he was shot it seems like he was consciously making an effort to try and reinvent himself and then there's a lot of split decisions on on how to view him so I want to say first, oh yeah, rip, rest in peace him, and then uh, mm-hmm. also, I haven't listened to him, but I heard he's good, uh, Jimmy Wapo. Oh yeah, I saw that too, it's too much, man. Yeah, so, um, yeah, for X, like, I mean, despite, despite, like, I guess what he's done in the past, I've seen people that have really, uh, have gotten a pull into like his music or like they really it really resonates with them with them so I think his music's gonna still live on mm-hmm. um, I mean definitely not condoning like the stuff he's done in the past but I've heard he's had a troubled youth too so I mean that could have played a part in it mm-hmm. but I know he was uh, playing in a charity you know actually playing in charity at the time so mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's I mean I don't know it doesn't it doesn't erase what he's done but I would never wish you know death on somebody like that you know right somebody so young maybe like I would I mean it's hard to, it's hard to call it cause like some, I, I saw somebody like comparing him to like Hitler or something I'm like mm, that's kind I don't of know like, about that yeah no but yeah he's he's I not mean, going he's on genocide like, rates he's just ranting and saying really wild shit on twitter and there's a lot of other um unspeakable actions that he's done outside of twitter so i'm not trying to minimize what he's done but i guess my thing is i would i would rather him if he was actually going to make a conscious turnaround right i would rather him grow up to be someone who learned from the bullshit that they did and became an impact or became uh, a positive person for other people or, you know, turn into something else versus just dying a 20 year old kid with all of this shit, this negative shit on him. Right. So, um, no, regardless how you feel about it, I feel like, I don't know. I, I just, to me, it just doesn't make sense to, really like wish death on anybody that's just not my thing but i don't know i i would have rather seen him turn his life around and help people versus just be slain for stuff so i I don't know that's just me yeah um but i guess the uh i don't yeah i don't know it's it's 
it's kind of it's hard it's hard to look at but uh yeah rest in peace rest in peace x that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. um yeah I, don't, I mean i think that was it really nah. so hate to hate to leave on a heavy note but we wanted to just kind of briefly touch base on that because it was a pretty impactful impactful thing Oh, but I am liking this. Uh, switch to some clothes real quick. Mm-hmm. Warren, that Warren Lotus link I sent you. Oh, true, true. I think it's up for. I think it's up for like uh, till June twenty fourth. But mm-hmm. I mean, the stuff's a little pricey, but I can see why because it's really uh, everything's supposed to be like handmade, and the art is just, the art artwork is crazy on this. Yeah, and then to just explain for everybody else, uh, what what specifically were you looking at um yeah we'll put it in the notes in the description whatever but uh it's like a collection basically of jerseys shorts shirts a couple hoodies he selected a few teams or concepts so you have like uh like a picture of ronaldo on the like a brazil shirt Mm -hmm. but the person of the silhouette is like a skeleton mm-hmm. so i guess this is i don't know if, to me it seems like uh it seems like an ode to like like the day of the dead like mexican kind of thing mm-hmm. kind of so but there's a whole bunch of flames on here i think i'm really eyeing the uh I wish they had. I wish he had like a sixers thing but the lakers shirt is pretty cool mm-hmm. with uh the iconic like Kobe jersey pool shirt, I think everybody knows. Mm-hmm. He has a uh, like a Space Jam theme, like two Space Jam theme ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, a LeBron joint, the New York Knicks, but the New York Knicks one, I think, I think I'm gonna cop it. A little pricey, but mm-hmm. uh, once it goes, I think it's not coming back. So. Yeah, so definitely be on the lookout for that. We'll have some of the links in the show notes. Also, as always. Uh, we also have the playlist still going, so we'll be updating some of the playlists with some of the stuff that we're talking about and some of the random singles we probably didn't go over, but we still figured it might fit into the playlist. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. As always, kick back. It's Ace. This is Dean. And we're out. Peace.